In the Pits is partnered with YI Paintball. Paintball, there's nothing like it. On the field or off, it's not just a sport, it's a community. The people, our people, come from all over, with vastly different lives during the week. But come time for Paintball, we're one community, with a lot of stories about why. Follow YI Paintball on Instagram and meet the members of the Paintball community. Learn about how they started, what their journey has been, and their ultimate why. Why Paintball? What's your why? In the Pits is partnered with Pod Runners Union. Follow Pod Runners Union on Instagram to find strength in union and celebrate our sports pit crew. Send in photos to represent your union local and be featured. Stealing pods for undeserving teams. It's a living. In the Pits is partnered with Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. Based in Austin and servicing the surrounding areas, these golden eagles will bring life to any event you are having, from birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, corporate events, or even a simple performance to enjoy. Guillermo Padilla, one of their trumpet players, is also a member of the Texas paintball scene. Visit them on Facebook and Instagram to check out some of their past performances, or give them a call to book them for your event today. In the Pits is partnered with Skull Monkeys Paintball. Equip, engage, excel. In the Pits is partnered with XTPL Events. The Extreme Tournament Paintball League is a series put on by the Lukau family of paintball fit fame that gives the opportunity for players to learn and grow together as a team. Three-man, Challengers and Champions X-Ball, Draft Mech X-Ball, and even Youth 3v3, there's something for everyone at XTPL. Not to mention prize tosses, raffles, and the infamous paintball munching contest. Events happen throughout the year, and the prizes never disappoint. Sign up for an XTPL event today on PB Leagues. In the Pits is partnered with Hydra. Designed by players, for players, you can outfit yourself in Hydra gear from head to toe. Have confidence that when you make a purchase from Hydra, you are purchasing a well-tested and well-thought-out product, trusted by several top teams, including first-place semi-pro team, paintballfit.com. I personally recommend their Hydra Black knee pads. Purchases over $100 receive free shipping. Head to hydra.fit to browse their selection and discover the Hydra mentality. In the Pits is partnered with Bem Wraps. Behind every mask is a unique and creative player. Tap into it when you order your next custom headpiece. Their Build-A-Band lets you communicate with them one-on-one to make your order just the way you want, all the way down to the color of the stitch. Check out their Instagram, at BEMRAPS, for drops and build videos of them working on orders. They offer very competitive pricing, so reach out today to get started on your own one-of-a-kind headpiece. In the Pits is sponsored by FU Athletics, created with a purpose and focused on building a better you. We are a brand that matters in your workout, and every purchase gives back to cancer research. Go to thefuathletics.com and use code INTHEPITS25 for 25% off of your order. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first-in-line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message Get That underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a Get That Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. 
Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X-Factor to take paintball players of all ages, experience levels, and skill groups and mold them into champions. The program breaks the game down into small, easy-to-learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game. Newcomers to the program get a free one-hour introductory class when mentioning In the Pits. To sign up for a class, message at Paintball Kumite on Instagram. Welcome everybody to episode 73 of In the Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas-based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week we will have a short and sweet episode with a new topic and a new special guest. Except for this week, we got two. Uh, So I am Christian Smith. I'm a player for the Texas Titans. In this episode, we are going In the Pits with J.C. Lamone owner and operator of Uno's Jerky. JC, how are you doing this evening? Hey, Christian. I'm doing great. It's good to see you, buddy. Yeah, good to see you. Good to have you back on. I know you uh, came on for the round table with the uh, building a brand, which was, I, I think it was pretty successful, but it's uh, good to have you on for your own personal episode. Thanks, man. Yeah, that round table was great. It was a good perspective from Ryan and Verbal. Absolutely. And, uh, and JD, can't forget him. Oh, right. Yep. He was in there. Yep. JD. We just talked about him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was a good one, but now we're getting you on, uh, getting your story. So let's hop into it. This first question is brought to us by XTPL events. So for those listening that maybe don't know about you, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene? Um, competitively, not very long. I've, uh, started here competitively recently in 2020 um i was involved you know back in 2010 2008 2006 uh but not as competitive as it is like now it was just getting together at the local field with all the other speedballers you know and uh just playing gotcha uh so even i guess like even before you got in competitively uh what did it look like for you Oh man, it was, <laughs> we had a field in the back of my house. It was about an acre and it used to be like, um, like a, like a junkyard of some sort that my grandpa owned. And then he cleared it all out one day and it was all flat. And we just decided to put old car parts as bunkers and pallets and tires. And the most random things you can think of, um, pieces of aluminum were used as, as the snake, you know, from like those those roofs made out of aluminum we put it sideways so that was like the snake um man it was just the craziest things you can think of were on that field um that's kind of what it looked like real just <laughs> real wreck ball <laughs> love it yeah just uh, With no rules <laughs> all right it was so fun the field was weird field wasn't like a rectangle it was like a rectangle and then it bulged out on one side mm-hmm. the one side clearly had the advantage on the other because you could get wider and shoot them um so yeah it was just it was just paintball for us every weekend with me and my homies i love it i mean that paintball is more than just the you know 120 by 150 uh turf fields the five on five format that we know paintball is all kinds of things <laughs> yeah so those are so fun Oh yeah. So what are some teams that you've played for over the years? Um, so my first like organized team, I guess you can call it, um, was Splatten Kings, which was out of Valley Paintball Field in Donna, Texas. Um, shout out to Roy. 
he still does his thing every once in a while. And my uncle George, where that I think you've met him a few times. Um, mm-hmm. so we were all on the same team. Um, actually, funny enough, that HCP HCPS event that we won when I did like a little comeback into paintball, I wore that Splatten Kings T-shirt or jersey at that tournament. So, um, yeah, that was the first ever organized team I ever played with. Um. Then when I got back in, I found, you know, the Titans. And that's, you know, one of the organizations that is talked about, you know, the most here in Texas. It's way more organized than I thought it was. Like, it was going to be coming into it. Um, And then I moved on to Balls Out, which, uh, again, is from the Valley at Delta Paintball Field. And um, they have a very good organization also going. And currently right now, I'm not really playing for anybody. Um, I still associate myself with, you know, balls out, but, um, right now I'm just kind of taking a break, focusing on the jerky game, which that's not my jerky, Mm -hmm. but you can kind of get the picture of it. Um, but yeah, I've just been focusing on this whole jerky thing the last year or this whole year, really. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Balls Out and the Texas Titans are definitely some uh, very good organizations to be associated with. I mean, Balls Out just came off of a series win at Bunker Fest D4. Texas Titans, yeah. you know, uh, are always going in strong. I think they got second place in this series in D5. And, uh, yeah, they, it's been a very good story for those two organizations the last couple of years. Yeah, definitely, man. Especially when you like consider like where it started and where it's coming from, man. You, it, it's like it blows you away sometimes when you hear the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those two organizations. I mean, it's it's not often that you see longevity within this the community of like Texas like tournament paintball as far as like the team names themselves. There's very few that stand the test of time. But you've got the Texas Titans and you've got Balls Out who are, I I know the Titans, they're about to wrap up their third year as an organization and they're going into year four very strong. Uh, Balls Out, uh, I think they're on a similar time frame as well. So it, like yeah. before, I, I want to say like before COVID, it wasn't, there weren't very many teams that stood the test of time like that. Yeah, no, it was very rare when you hear it. I think um, one of the only teams that I really could think of that, you know, stayed for a while was IDK in the Valley, which was like three or four years. PDK also from the Valley. And there's another San Antonio team that I can't really think of the name. Uh, man, that lasted, I think it was Grit, was it? Lasted a little bit. Grit but was around for a while, yeah. Running, yeah. Yeah, you got yeah, Grit. So those- uh, I think Notorious obviously has been around for a very long time. Shut up or trying has been around for a while, but there's like, it's, it's crazy. Like four years, three, four years, isn't that long of a time, but, but like comparatively, it's like, we're already like the senior dogs in this uh, community now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely the meme, right? Hey, you've been playing D4 for like three years. Like, sorry, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Greed's been doing it for way longer. We're playing the point game. Yeah, I mean the point <laughs> game is part of it, you know. It's they're just playing the rules, you know. I I don't I don't uh I don't give them any fault for uh playing the point game. I mean, that's part of it. that's how the system's built. They're just playing it, you know, the yeah. to the Play most it. effective way that they can. 
just win, man. That's all you got to do. Just win. That's all Somehow. it is. Yeah. Just all win. Right. Yeah. So this next question is brought to us by Skull Monkeys Paintball. So what was it that got you into paintball to begin with? So um, my uh, cousin Javi, uh, he I originally started playing with him. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but we were at um, I don't know if you're familiar with Arroyo City out there in um, kind of north of Harlingen. Usually, it's like a hot spot for people to go rent like um, piers for like the weekend. It has like a house, like an Airbnb, and it has like mm-hmm. a pier attached to it. You can go fishing for the weekend, stuff like that. Um, we had rented one, and he came over with one of those talons, the little pump guns. Mm-hmm. And I was still a kid because I remember being—I remember still just being young—and we duct tape. Um. As a chest protector, I duct taped a little Caesar's pizza box to my <laughs> chest. So I felt very confident going out and playing now. Well, little did I know that everything else is unprotected and he's not. Paintballs don't shoot as accurate as we think they're going to shoot. So when I find, when he finally shot me, he shot me on the wrist bone. And I'll never forget. He shot me on the wrist bone. This one. And I screamed. <laughs> I was a kid. I screamed. That hurt. It hurt so bad. I had a scar. I remember showing it off at school. Like, yeah, I played paintball. But then just the next weekend, we did it again. And we just did it again. And then we bought spiders. And then we bought electronic guns. And then we just kept playing. It just, I think it was just the rush or just shooting somebody with a paintball. It was just like the thing to do for me. Like, that's all I could, I wanted to do. And, I mean, that's what kind of got me into it. Just hanging out with the homies, shooting each other with paintballs. And let's be real, we're kind of jerks to each other when we're playing paintball. And I think that was the fun part about it. You can kind of be a bully, but then afterwards, you can kind of just go back to being friends. Yep. It's a a crazy, crazy thing that we all do week in and week out. But (laughs) hey, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So fun. I wouldn't either. So uh, this next question is brought to us by Pod Runners Union, which, uh, you know, shout out to Sasha Zucker, Mr. Strike Force, Mr. MVP himself. Uh, so, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. So <laughs> what are some things that you've noticed have changed within the Texas paintball scene over time, either for better or for worse? Um, the camaraderie behind paintball, first of all, has been great. I remember um, when I was splatting Kings, you know, uh, while – the teams normally kind of got along for the most part. It wasn't as like tight as it is now. You know, you can see the community come together for like a greater cause. Um, you could you see the community come together for like celebrations of paintball, i.e., USXBL, Bunker Fest, NXL. I don't like to call them paintball tournaments because they're really just a celebration of paintball. Like we're just coming together, shooting each other for the weekend, see who's better than the next person next to us. And we go home, and then we do it again in a couple months, you know? And sometimes you'll meet strangers, and they'll just become your best friends because you're playing paintball with them every weekend. You know, you get to travel. I mean, it's just from the time that it's when I got into it, or maybe I'm just in a, living in a whole different world now, but, like, when I was into it, it felt like it was just my backyard and some of the local fields, and that was it. And it wasn't, like, as tight as I've seen it, like at X Factor or at Fit or at Outlaw or Wasteland, you know, it's like, Mm. or Delta, you know, it's, 
it's a lot more of a tight-knit community than we realize sometimes. And I think that's what's changed the most from, you know, back when I started. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of different communities have started popping up all over Texas within paintball. Like it's more than just how, like, if you think like pre COVID, like 2016 to 2020, you had a couple of big areas like, uh, DFW obviously had cousins fit fun on the run. Houston had zone San Antonio had X factor, uh, outlaw paintball was in Austin and, those were kind of like the big hubs back then, but I, the community has grown so much. And then like, obviously, uh, elite was out there in Lubbock, but now there's like, a there's a, the, the communities within those areas are so much bigger nowadays, but B there's more cities that are kind of thrown into the mix, like the Valley area, like El Paso yeah. is starting to get more involved. You know, you've got the Odessa outlaw guys and uh, Corpus is starting to feed in as well. Like there's like seven or eight different spots that you got to like that are all kind of contributing to this Texas wide uh, community. And that's the crazy part, right? Because we, I, when I remembered in two, I was just watching the 2006 smart parts championships at the Mohegan sun. And you know, just I'm just gonna throw this out there. I totally forgot Colt Roberts played for Naughty Dogs. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw the roster, I was like, "What? Colty's in there?" I totally forgot about that. Shout out Colty. Um, but I thought at that point paintball's massive, right? Like paintball's reached its pinnacle. But in reality, I think we were just scratching the surface as to what it actually is because now it's not just Dallas and San Antonio and Texas and SC Village and asg in california like now it's so many you got lax you got blast camp you know you got the tri the tri-city area i forgot the name of their their field out there in new york you got Mm. tiki's paintball in florida like you got all these paintball fields that are massive and producing teams you know and it's just trickling down to the divisionals and then it trickles down to the fans and people surrounded in paintball yeah i think uh part of it is like if you look at the last couple of years, like obviously paintball fit started coming out, like really coming up in 2016, 2017. And then they built their field brick by brick to what it is today. Like one of the probably like top three, if not the number one best tournament field in the country. And with yeah. that and with their, and what, how they're innovating, like with the night ball stuff, like they're building a roadmap for other fields across the country and like setting a new bar for them to, to like be held accountable to. Yeah. And giving the kids, not just kids, but you know, us adults too, but we're still kids. Um, giving us a place to like play, right? Like I remember growing up and even the Valley fields now, aren't open during the week for our guys to go and scrimmage or or run some drills. You know, it's barely open on time on, you know, on Sundays. You know, Paintball Fit is doing it right. It's not just giving a roadmap for other fields. It's giving a roadmap for the players to advance into the pro level like they want to. They're open on the weekend, you know, during the week at nights. They're open on the weekends early, and they cater to their players so they can succeed in what they want to do. And I think that's the way they got to do it from now on. Absolutely. So looking in the chat here, we got some love here. Let's see. From Lemonator85, he says he got the meats. 
Uh, Dan Shelley <laughs> says, uh, best jerky in the world. AFG filming a Don sending some hearts. Uh, D Banks is sending some hearts. And from Ruben, uh, our D5 boy on the Titans, Ruben Maldonado, he says, JC, what is your favorite position to play on the field? Oh, man. I think that's a question that uh, only him and I can discuss. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I loved playing down the center a lot, but um, year two of my little, you know, when I came back into the board, I started trying to trickle out a little wider. So I started playing the two on the snake side. Um, I do like playing that a lot now, um, not just up the center, because everyone knew I was just going down the center shooting people. So I love to go out wide a little bit now. And uh, before I kind of took a break, I was actually trying to get into the snake as much as I can. So um i just love being a little bit wider than than before <laughs> hey you were you were doing some damage up the middle though don't like discount yourself when you were playing that spot oh no i loved it i'm just saying i, I kind of wanted to get out a little wider sometimes too you know mm -hmm. it's a whole different world it feels like yeah there's <laughs> there, it's it's fun to shoot people in all kinds of ways whether you're bunkering them up the middle or you're shooting them in the back you know from the tapes yeah. from getting all yeah, the way into fun. their corner no. <laughs> All no, right. I definitely no. So uh next question is brought to us by Bem Raps. Brandon Ortega, shout out to you, sir. So you are the owner and operator of Uno's Jerky, which has been going strong since mid-2021. Uh we heard a little about uh you back on like the round table, but tell us about how Uno's was created. Um so Uno's was created during COVID, um, and during COVID, there was, um, I'll give you guys a full story on that. Um, I will sum it up a little bit. I won't make it too long, but I was into a YouTube, um, like home chef, I guess you can call him, mm -hmm. um, just a YouTube chef, you know, um, his name is Joshua Wiseman and he's actually from Austin, I believe, or Houston or something like that. Um, and he has a series or started a series called but better and uh me and my uncle were driving around during covid because there's nothing else to do and we found a jerky spot here in corpus and we decided to stop by and get some jerky while we were blown away with the flavor i made a joke you know in homage to joshua wiseman i said i could make this but better and me and my uncle george made a little bet on it and um that's kind of how we kind of just got created i took on a little bit i lost it don't get me wrong because i totally trashed the first batch i ever made felt like i was biting into a hockey puck <laughs> and uh it was terrible man when i tell you it was terrible it was terrible and um eventually it just kept growing and i just i mean i i still can't believe it's where it's at now you know, just when I look back at it, there's no chance I would have thought about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this man's it was a, terrible. This man's a betting man. He said, "You know, I make bets with him. He's yeah. gonna go through with it." So uh, yeah, it was a uh, a bad bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, you ended up where you are now. So how bad was it really? Yeah, you're right. You're right. At the time, at the time. So this uh, next question is brought to us by Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. So how did you come up with the name Uno's? So that's my favorite question to answer because um, it has um, a lot of dark humor, I think, in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
So um um I I got sick uh back in 2020. Yeah, back in 2020. Um during COVID, I got sick. I had to uh, have um my testicle removed. Um it ended up being a bad testicle like a defective one or something. It had cancer or something mm. like that. And um <laughs> And I had it removed, so when I went back to work, my friends from work all called me Uno <laughs> because of it. It started at work. It was the girls. They all just made fun of me. My my girls working there, they were all calling me Uno, and it was the funniest thing at first, and then it kind of caught on. So when I decided to take my jerky public and you know, try to have people eat it and taste it and enjoy it. The first thing that came to my mind was, I got to call it Uno's. It can't be JC's. It's got to be Uno's because now it has a story. And it was around the same time that I started the whole jerky thing when I got diagnosed with cancer. So, like, it was just, it was a perfect name for, like, the jerky. You know, it was just, I had to do it. Well, I got to say, I've got a ton of respect for the name. Uh, you got to really play into that. That's a huge story there. And uh, it's definitely got me, definitely like catches my attention where I'm like, hmm, why is it called Uno's? But yeah, definitely a story. <laughs> I, I like anytime like people are uh, there, if I'm hanging out with them, maybe we're eating some jerky at the event or whatever. They're like, hmm, I wonder why it's called Uno's. And I was like, go ask him. Oh, I've had people run to the booth. Uh, T from houston yep he i told him to come to ask booth. you i was like hey yeah go ask him his story he's like why do you have it why is it called unos and i was like uh he's like is it because of the and i go yeah he's like oh my god this is the funniest <laughs> thing and he left running again i guess he went back to you mm -hmm. and <laughs> that was so funny that was um that was easily 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 one of the funniest moments i've had at bunker fest when he just randomly came up to me and in front of everybody yelled it out and um yeah that's uh that's the whole thing behind unos you know mm-hmm all right so uh this next question is brought to us by paintball kumite so uh, as far as like getting this thing going, what were your startup costs and your like your first experiences like and how long did it take you to get to where you were like comfortable with selling the product that you were making? Yeah, so um, my startup cost originally wasn't too bad. You know, it was just like a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there just to kind of like get the jerky. But then again, remember, I was making terrible jerky at first. So like I didn't know what I was doing. Um, eventually to tell you when I got comfortable, I got comfortable enough when I started taking it to X factor and having people just eat jerky. Remember, I was just giving away bags, remember? Mm. And, um, you were around and I was just giving away bags at first and everyone was loving it, but I was also being careful that I wasn't going to hurt somebody if that makes any sense. I wanted to make sure that my jerky was not just going to like go and get somebody sick. So I was like, did anybody get sick? They're like, no. I'm like, okay, I'm doing a good job so far. Because it's nerve-wracking, you know? Mm. Like, you've cooked something, you know you did it right, but there's always this one thing in the back of your mind that anything can happen, right? So it was always nerve-wracking for me. But then, so that's when I kind of realized that, hey, you know, I think I can do this, like, all the time. I have to be able to do it all the time. I have, you know, it's great food and i'm doing it correctly and i'm following all the precautions i'm like i i just got to be 
I just got to do it, right? So that's when I officially started going public with it, like trying to sell it actively. Um, and that's kind of how I just got comfortable with it. I just didn't, people enjoyed it and people would fight over the last bag at X Factor. Like they would literally just play paper, rock, scissors over it. And that's when it was like starting to click. Like maybe I should start selling these things. Cause mm. I'm pretty good at it, I guess. <laughs> I love it. You're like, Hmm, I I'm pretty sure I've done this right. And I'm not going to get anybody sick, but just in case who's a big enough group of idiots, that's going to be all right with getting tested out on this stuff. And then like, Oh, I got it. Let's go to the paintball yeah. field. Let's go to Christian and Dylan. They'll yes. Care. They'll try it first. <laughs> no shame. No shame. Like, this right. will be fine. So, so that's, that's when you started like getting your product out there. Was that how, how much time would you say between like when you first started making and uh, that was that like a couple months, like a little less than a year around or. Um, so when I started taking it to the field at first, it had been well over six months of me cooking at home before I even decided to take the free ones before I decided to go like full on with it. It wasn't long after that. It was like two months, maybe like eight months from the first time that I made those bloody hockey pucks to the delicious food that you taste now it was about eight months and it's still being tweaked. Every little thing is still being tweaked. The marinade gets tweaked just a little bit every batch I make. It's not enough for anybody to taste the difference, but someone I think that knows what's going into it, I can definitely taste certain things. Like I definitely tasted when I took away 10 grams of a certain ingredient mm. per 15 pounds of beef. Like you, if I tasted that, like that means y'all are going to taste it. So I just try to like tweak it just very little. Sometimes it's missing a little heat. Sometimes it's a little salt. Sometimes it's just missing a little bit of pepper or, you know, the garlic or the habanero, whatever that, you know, whatever the heck is going into it. Um, and I tweak it from there. And right now, the only one I'm having issues with is the demo. I can't get that thing to be like perfect for me because I'm never satisfied. Mm. Well, demo's your uh, hottest flavor. So, uh, right. It's your current yeah. hottest flavor. Or? It's, it's currently my hottest and it probably will stay the hottest uh, flavor that I have. Mm. Gotcha. So I don't uh, think I want to go spicy It's actually it's it's a pretty decent heat. Like it's not it's not gonna like hurt you or anything like that. And it's even for someone who maybe is a little bit more sensitive to like hot spices, it's not bad at all. Um, I just say it because there are some pieces of real habanero peppers in that have been dehydrated. Mm. So if you get a piece that's pretty much half of it is a habanero pepper. It's going to blow your socks off. So that's why I tell them it's the spiciest one, but you have to get certain pieces that are going to make it that spicy one. Right, for sure. So uh, this question is brought to us by Why I Paintball. So do you have any advice for anyone either wanting to get into food products or anyone wanting to start their own business or brand? Yeah, definitely. Um do your research first, you know, make sure it's something that you really are passionate about. It's not just like a money grab, you know, like, um, I love cooking. I obviously I was watching a cooking show when I came up with this idea. Um, so I think you have to do your research first because even if you dive 
you know, kind of head first the way I did. I'm even today, I'm still learning how to do certain things, you know, the right way, or I'm realizing, oh, you know, I'm, I might need to get this later down in the future if I want to do this later in the future with my jerky. So I might as well start investing in it now because, um, you know, learning as you're going is extremely difficult. It's like now that it's my full time job and I'm still learning as I'm going, like, I mess up a lot. It doesn't look like it on the front end, but I mess up a lot, especially when it comes to paperwork for like, you know, your taxes and stuff. Mm. Like I'm, I'm totally lost in everything sometimes. So, um, do your research first, definitely. And the second thing I would definitely tell people is if don't do it unless you're comfortable, like if you're not comfortable doing a certain thing, just don't do it. Um, I know it might make you money and you might like doing it, but if you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. And do something that you're going to have fun with. All right. Well said. Yeah. Uh, so in the chat real quick, we got Hector Andrade says, uh, dang, now I'm craving jerky and I don't have any. Well, uh, Hector, I think y'all are going to Cup, right? So you got you to gotta pick some up there. No, they're not going to Cup. Oh, no. Dang. I, I know. No, I'm bummed. I know. I know. I'm bummed too. And then. Uh, Demo's going to Cup. Yeah, I know Demo's going to be there, and then the Titans will have their D5 line there. So, uh, D Banks. Yeah, D Banks, D -Banks says, says uh, got a fresh batch. batch. All the flavors banging. Yeah. Man, thank you. Like, seriously, thank you. Um, I That's the whole reason why I do this. Um, just want people to taste good food. That's all it's really all. That's all it's about, really. Mm, for sure. Uh, so before we continue, I just want to give a, uh, announcement in case you missed the announcement last night on Justin Rabkoff's episode. Uh, I am hosting my own joust event, which is inspired by the Hormesis elite tour joust. Uh, it's going to be, uh, like one V one, except you're on teams of 20, like kind of choose your champion style. Uh, you send out one at a time and the two teams just kind of go at it for 90 minutes and it's a lot of fun. You've got players ranging from like beginners, players who have never played any tournaments before. Maybe they're on the outside looking in all the way up to like more experienced players, like higher divisional guys that you're at the local area, all the way up to pr some professionals. Like I've gotten uh, confirmations from several pros, including Colt Roberts, Alex Martinez, Archie Montemayor, Ryan Brand, that uh, all say that they uh, are going to uh, be involved in some way for the event. So, yeah, it'll be a ton of fun. Don't miss it. Whoever shoots Ryan Brand in the face first will get a free bag of jerky. I'm <laughs> saying it right now. I don't know if he's going to be participating as a player. He might end up being a general. We'll see exactly how the schedule is going to work. But I know uh, Project for sure is going to be there um, and contributing some things. I know they're going to give away some stuff as well. Fine. You can shoot Archie. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see how, <laughs> how they end up being involved, if they're going to play or if they're going to be generaling or uh, just kind of their supporting. But, yeah, come, don't, uh, don't miss it. Sign up link is I uh, just put it there in the chat in the live chat here it's also going to be in the description on youtube or if you're listening on uh, apple Podcasts or spotify or um or whatever my other thing is i can't even remember uh what all platforms i'm on but if you're listening to this you know head to my uh, facebook or instagram page and the links will be there as well um so next question is brought to us by 
FU athletics. So uh, throughout your career, do you have a single favorite moment? Yeah, so um, I think my favorite moment, and we touched on it a little bit um, before the show when we were talking. Um, so we were at Lone Star Open and Round Rock, the NXL, and I'm hanging out with Adan, and I had a backpack. This is this is even crazier. I had a backpack full of jerky, just like I stuffed it with jerky. And I didn't have a boot, so what I did was I kind of got a paintball box in true paintball fashion, and I wrote jerky for sale, and I made it like my uncle cut it to like a way where I could just strap it to the back of my bag. Mm -hmm. And I just had that sign, and people were buying jerky. And um, I get to the grandstands, and uh, Cliff Shivers buys a bag of jerky. He shares it with everybody. I'm already leaving, thinking I'm done for the day. He calls me. He's like, hey, man. I go, what's up? He's like, I just gave away your bag of jerky, and there's like 10 people that want your jerky right now. Can you come back? And I was already by my car. I was like, yeah, I'll be there in like 15 minutes. So I took off, sold out all my jerky on my way down. That was cool, too. On my way down, I see Aldan, and, um, which is AFG. Oh, by the way, Aldan, congratulations on your pro media spot, buddy. I'm very happy for you. Infamous is going to get great photos. Um, I was with AFG, and he said, hey, man, I want to I wanna be on the pro field by World Cup. Or We were, like, talking smack that we were going to do it, and we were just kind of, like, talking about it, but not really, like, being about it kind of thing. We are just talking about it. And I mentioned, yeah, and I'm going to go sell my jerky there with you, bro, and you can be at my tent. And here we are. Seven days before the event starts, and we're literally about to live it. Like, we were just talking about that at NXL. And here we are at World Cup, the same bloody year, and we're going to do that. So it's kind of like a leap for us. So we're going to just go out there and try to kill it. I mean, that's that just speaks to the amount of work that both of you guys have been putting in this year. I know that Adon, AFG Filming, he took a step back from playing so that he can really get his uh, media side going off. And then he like quickly gets, I, I want to say the USXBL hired him as like an official media person for them. And uh, yeah. he's also flown out to events like the WCPPL events and getting booked there by teams. Like now I he's so bummed I missed that. <laughs> yeah, now he's going we were supposed to, to fly World out Cup. together. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, we, I was supposed to take my jerky out there, and we were supposed to fly out together. I was supposed to sell my jerky. I was supposed to take photos, and um, I had something come up last minute that I just couldn't go. So now we're gonna make it happen though for World Cup. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, uh, I mean, I know you were uh, potentially gonna be at WC. You were also potentially gonna be at Chicago, but uh, now, now yeah. you're finally making it happen. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, definitely. I've been working on it all season, and I don't even realize it. That's what we were talking about, too. We don't realize how much we've been working on it until we talk about that moment, that round rock, when we kind of just were BSing that we were going to do it, and here we are actually doing it, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, congrats to you both, and uh, we can't wait to see how how it goes for you guys. Um, Yeah, we're going to be rooting for you all, for sure. So. Uh, this next question right here, let's see. Uh, actually, looking at the chat, let's see. Dylan Strickland's in here giving some love. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, Jess, 
Jess G G Fabs. I can't quite see how to pronounce that, but what's up, yep. Jess? I. Uh, and Hector says uh, jerky is the best at tournaments. Like you're hungry and you want some protein, but at the same time you can't have a big meal. So yeah, Uno's is perfect for yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. That was the whole idea behind it too. You know, I haven't really ventured outside of paintball yet. So um, that was kind of like the whole deal. Just get a snack in and get back on the field to play. Perfect. I mean, that's a, that's a great concept there and it <laughs> seems to be working out pretty well. So, uh, yeah, this next question, let's see. So just about all of your flavors are inspired by Texas paintball. Like you've got, uh, Texas demolition, got the Texas Titans, you've got balls out. Uh, so tell us how you go about creating new flavors and then how is it that you decide like which name to give them? So, um, at first, when I decided to name certain flavors was because I was trying to do a little bit of a word. It still does a little bit of wordplay. So, like, Texas Titan was my lime pepper and mango flavors mixed together. And that was, like, everybody's favorite. Everybody wanted that flavor. And um, so at the time, you know, when we were talking, I was on the Titans, and we were, you know, essentially the jerky sales was, like, providing the funds to play paintball so i was like hey you know ad banks talking about flavors about that cajun flavor we'll, we'll touch on that in a second um i was like you know i gotta name this one the titans because this is the one that's funding me everything you know so i made a deal with dylan dylan said it's all good so then we named it you mm -hmm. know the texas titan flavor I the love, next one was I love how the uh, that's the story that you give, but whenever I asked you, hey, why is this one called the Texas Titan flavor? You're like, it's because it's the fruitiest. <laughs> that's supposed to stay in the pits, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Um, yeah, because it's the fruitiest. Um, <laughs> then when Balls Out <laughs> when Balls Out became a flavor, it was just our spicy lime pepper. So it was some people would say it's extremely spicy. Some people were saying it was just man spicy, but either way, I did a little wordplay with balls out and the spiciness of that, you know, jerky. And then uh demo, same thing. Wordplay on it was, you know, it's supposed to be my spiciest flavor, demolition. It's gonna, you know, destroy your stomach kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I just was trying to go for like a spicy wordplay thing. But in reality, all these teams have committed to Uno's jerky, right? Um, Texas Titans, I can't even go on to say how many bags of jerky you guys have bought in, in the last three years or two years, or however long I've been in business. You guys have bought so much jerky. You guys were there when bags were $6. Let me just put it to you that way. Mm -hmm. Bags were $6 at one point. They've gone up a little bit, but bags were $6. You guys were there. Balls out, same thing. I bought hundreds of bags and demo. I just did their deal. You know, they've bought in over 500 bags. Um, so it's all about commitment. I also don't just name the bags after a team that I may like. It's a team that I see that is one has the commitment to buy the amount of bags necessary for one, you know, the jerky to be named that, and two, the commitment behind paintball. You know, like. I'm not just going to name the team or the jerky after a team that just got together like a year ago and still hasn't won anything and might fizzle out in one or two years. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to gamble on that. I want to gamble on teams that are like, 
you know, they have an organization, they're structured, they've been around for a little bit, and they have a future where they're going to be around. So those are the teams that I kind of want to be part with because it's not just a commitment of buying, you know, X amount of bags for me. It's also the commitment of you're going to be a team throughout this whole venture because later on I'm going to have to rename it something. And I don't really want to rename anything that's already kind of popular, you know? So that's kind of like the whole thing with naming the bags of jerky. I get hundreds of those requests, by the way, every tournament, every team. It's like, I'm like, yeah, man, I, I, I want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, some of them do hit me up. Um, I'm actually working on some other teams right now. I don't want to give away too much information. <laughs> um, we're working on a flavor together right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, the Cajun flavor, B, uh, D-Banks, that's, uh, that's reserved right now. And if you're talking about a Cajun flavor, and if I remember the name correctly, I think I saw it on Instagram. So if you're talking about LAX, yes, it's going to do something with LAX. All righty. Well, we can't wait to see what's next for you. Oh, thanks, man. It's, it's going to be wild next year. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So, uh, every tournament. So this question wasn't in uh, the list that I sent you, but how for anybody listening that like wants to order your jerky, how can they do that? And what are some of like the different purchasing options that you offer? Like, is it just like you kind of buy bags one at a time or can you do you offer like bulk rates or even like a subscription service? Yeah, so um, the easiest way to order jerky is just go to unosherky.com. Uh, right now, the website is paused for um, World Cup. I don't want to take on orders that you're not going to get until after mid-November. So I don't want anybody waiting on their jerky. You know, so um, once the once the Monday of World Cup happens, it'll go back to, you know, being open where you can order. Um, I do have some specials where if you buy three bags, you get $4 off your whole order. So, or those three bags, really. So it's the three for twenty that everybody's familiar with at the tournaments. Buy three bags, it's twenty bucks instead of twenty-four. Um, that was kind of made for like the ease of people just, you know, with you you're buying paint with cash for the most part. You're not buying it with like credit card. So everybody always had twenties on them. I noticed that. And I was like, you know what? Instead of having them pay twenty-four dollars or twenty-one, like when it was at seven dollars. Like, I would just have them pay, seven, you know, 20 bucks for the three bags. So when I went to $8, I kept it the same. Because, I mean, I thought it was even a better deal to do the three for 20 than it was to, you know, sell three bags at $24. Um, so you get that on the website. Bulk orders or custom orders. Um, you have to message me on Instagram privately mm. or send an email to the website. Um, we can talk about that because... There's a lot that goes into it. It's not just like, oh, I'm buying 200 bags. It's like, okay, um, how soon do you need them kind of thing? And that kind of like differs on the price a little bit and then the poundage of it too. Um, and that's kind of like the way to order jerky. You can even use Afterpay on my website. A couple, a couple people have used Afterpay for the jerky, believe it or not. A few people actually. Um, Shop Pay is available. You can pay with PayPal. Um, you can pay with anything on the website. And of course, come to the events, come hang out, even if you're not playing and you live in a ride, just come hang out. My tent's always open to everybody. For sure. Yeah. I, I know like 
my my wife actually asked me today if I had any left over from the last time I saw you, and I was like, it's been over a month. How long do you think been- these bags of jerky are going to last in my possession? <laughs> You're like, it's been more than four hours. I'm pretty sure I ate all 10 of them. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you're lucky that I even had any left after the drive back from Bunker Fest. You crazy? It's a long drive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I'm, I know I kind of ask you about it every time I see you, but uh, do you have any plans to do like a subscription box, like a monthly thing or anything like that? Yeah, so I'm working on that, man. Um I did put out a an Instagram post and it seemed like a lot of people were interested in it. Um it's just figuring out like the whole how often do I want to send it kind of thing. You know, do I want to send it every week cuz then that's a lot of work and then you're getting charged every week or do I want to send it every two weeks? Um I know that different people can choose um different options of what they'd like. I just um I want to get more like refined in my process of making it more efficient um to where like i'll be comfortable enough where if i can make a batch of jerky every day i mean i will Mm. you know right now it's kind of like every two days right now before world cup the funding came in a little late so like i'm rushing to get there to the end um but i think that the subscription is coming it's just i don't know exactly when i'm looking more like towards the new year's and while we're talking about the website and the subscription um this holiday season i'm gonna do a giveaway uh for the holiday season i'm actually gonna talk to ryan i've talked to ryan already i brought it up but we're gonna talk about it at world cup um we're gonna talk about a couple things i'm gonna talk to a couple of other vendors like um die mazins um outlaw anodizing um i'm gonna talk to i wanted to talk to i hate paintball love those guys and i wanted to talk to enemy of the state and see if um I can buy a couple of items from them and give those away for every bag of jerky that is purchased under your name. I will put a an entry into the giveaway. And then before the holidays, before Christmas, I will do the giveaway. So you have time to get that, if, whether it's going to be a gift for yourself or for a friend. You can receive that gift and be able to give it to them on Christmas. Ooh. So that's the whole idea behind it. Dang, fresh off the press coming in for the show. We got a giveaway going on for Uno's Jerky. All right. Yeah, I got to figure out the prizes. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Every bag of jerky that gets bought gets an entry into the giveaway. Um, if it's if I feel like it's not going to be like a lot of people, I might just do like a massive giveaway of like three items, but it'll be like, it'll be a gun. It'll be a gun. It'll be a hopper and it'll be like i don't know just cash in general um because it's not just gonna be paintball related i gotta also cater to the people that don't play paintball Mm. so i gotta figure that out yeah i don't know about y'all but potentially getting a like winning a paintball marker just by buying the jerky that i'm gonna buy anyway like that's a dub (laughs) yeah That's what I hope for. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that uh, for the holiday season for sure. So this uh, next question is brought to us by Hydra. So you've had booths at BunkerFest all year long, but now you're getting ready to sell at the biggest paintball event of the year, NXL World Cup, and this one's looking like it's going to be the biggest World Cup ever. So what got you to make the jump to the national stage? Oh, man. The literally the people that order that i have never met the people in florida the people in pennsylvania 
the people out in North Carolina, the people out in California, the people in Detroit, uh, the people in Washington. I've had some orders from Columbus, Ohio. Um, all those people have either messaged me on Instagram or emailed me personally saying, when are you going to be at an event nearby? I said, no better to do it at World Cup. And that's when I kind of called it on and said, let's do it. Let's just do it. And he said, I'm down. I said, cool, let's do it. So that was kind of like the thing. It was just people ordering and wanting to meet me and wanting to like see what the jerky's about, like at a tournament. That's where now I was like, yo, I got to do this. For, you know, I got to go sell. I got to go get my jerky out to more people, you know, because um, I think Anson was the one that said it. The product's good. I just got to educate people on it and let them know that it's out here. And that was kind of like the driving force behind it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's it's cool that you're getting kind of contacts from all over the US, but I'm I'm excited to see how the worldwide impact is going to be with you've got teams from all over the world, teams from Europe, teams from, you know, Latin America, teams from Asia that are going to be there. It's going to be insane to see because i mean looking at the signups right now which i think the deadline to sign up for world cup was this past tuesday yeah it was it was on halloween so right now there are 570 teams paid which doesn't include like the 10 man and the sunday three man signups so there's gonna be a lot of individuals there from all over 570 teams dude I don't think I have enough jerky to cover one bag per team right now. That's crazy, man. I think I'm, I think I'm over. Like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you better get your jerky on Thursday or Friday because by Saturday, Sunday, I expect it to be gone. All right. Love to hear it. Yeah, and I'm, we're definitely going to be having some individuals. Everybody that knows, everybody from Texas and uh, the other places that already know, they're, you know, get your bags quick. Yeah, they're going to be the first ones. I already have to sell some bags before I even leave. I think I got to go to X Factor and people are picking up bags already at San Antonio. So, guys, I'm telling you, um, now that we see the amount of teams and how many bags I know I'm going to take, yeah, I'm not going to have enough bags for everybody. I I hate to say it, but um, I wish I did. But, yeah, 570 teams, as what I'm taking right now, I'm barely going to cover one bag per team. So make sure you get it early because it will sell out, I think. So for reference, last year's World Cup, granted there was the hurricane that uh, I think they had to cancel a division or two and they had some other stuff happen. But last year there was 555 teams. We're already, you know, 15 teams more than that, not including the Sunday signups. So it's, uh, yeah, very, very crowded event this year. So. Yeah, I think last year they were expecting over 600 because I thought I saw a post that Mm. said uh, the most ever and it said like over 600 teams. I think the hurricane, you know, pushed a lot of teams out. So um, that's really tough. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, it's going to make for a stronger comeback for this one. Yeah, hopefully. And I hope that I I succeed in selling all my jerky. It it really helps the family because this – this is all I do, man. This is my only gig. So um, I hope people just enjoy it, really. Like I said, I want, just want people to taste good food. All right. So uh, what can we expect out of the Uno's booth next week? And are, do you have any special surprises in store? Um, Not that I can think of at the moment. It's just always going to be the way Uno's jerky is. If you've gone to Bunker Fest 
and I think everyone that's gone to Bunker Fest knows that my booth is pretty much a kickback. You just come. I usually have a chair available for anybody that wants to come and sit down and chop it up for a little bit, drink some water, whatever you're drinking. Most of them are not drinking water. Most of them are <laughs> drinking beer or something. But, um, you know, people just come all the time. You know, Cliff always coming through. You know, Aldan, in between his games, he'll leave. You know, Dylan would come by. And then I have people I've never met before but bought the jerky at LAX coming through, saying what's up, chopping it up for a little bit. It's always a nice little chill spot in my booth. You can just come through, hang out. Maybe I'll tell you something that's going to be in the giveaway. Maybe not. Um, maybe I'll have something already ready for the giveaway there at the at the booth. I don't know yet, but as far as right now, it's I'm just I, it's just a kickback at the booth again. All right, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, definitely, I'll I'll be sure to come visit you whenever I got a free moment outside of my own booth. But uh, should be a good time. I hope they line us up across from each other so I can just blow kisses to you like every two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely down. Uh, so uh, let's see. Looking at the chat, uh, doesn't look like too much else is going on in the chat. But if you have a question for JC, last chance. Uh, get your question in the chat. We'll ask him. So, JC, this question's brought to question. us. What's that? Do you have a question? You always ask everybody if they have a question, but you never ask a question. I mean, I've been asking you questions for the last 52 <laughs> minutes. What do you mean, dog? You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this this uh, question's brought to us by Get That Shot. Uh, so message Carlos at get that underscore shot on Facebook or Instagram. If you're still looking for media coverage at NXL world cup. Uh, so JC, is there anybody in Texas, either teams, players, brands, or projects that have caught your attention lately? Who do you think deserves more recognition for what they're doing? Yeah. So first off, I mean, we, we touched a little bit on it is AFG, man. He's getting a media pro spot. doesn't, it's not easy work to get there. Um, so I think he deserves a lot more recognition for what he's doing. Um, he's out there at the tournaments, hustling, bustling, doing everything that he has to do to, you know, produce good products. I know the other day he dropped his hard drive. That day, I know. But other than that, he's 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 doing it, man. He's putting in the work for it. I'm glad he took a step back from paintball to work on his craft, and it's it's working out for him. Um, definitely want to give a shout out to. My boys in the Valley balls out for winning, you know, the series. Um, I'm sure they've gotten all the recognition in the world, but we can't stop talking about how incredible it is for them. Um, and demo, demolition, man, going semi-pro, literally, it felt like maybe just a point or two away from making Sunday. Um, I mean, that team's going to go to places, and everyone else that just hangs out at the booth at the tournaments, you know, those people make yourself known um a lot of them come with ideas and they have great ideas to do something for themselves and i think that you should um always just go out and do it just do it it doesn't matter what people say just make sure you do it right that's all all righty yeah uh it's it's crazy that uh like how much the valley has risen up this year alone it's it's yeah. insane, and and I want to tell you something, Christian, because I have we have a platform that we can use to you know make make people aware of like 
what's really happening down there. And when I s- said earlier that, you know, some fields don't open up to a certain time, there's there's a specific field that needs to cater to their players because you have teams winning the series and you have a team in semi-pro and they're trying to move to another, to call another field, their home field. And I mean, we need to be able to support them. Like they're doing this. What I'm saying is without facilities to go play paintball every day, like how you do at fit in San Antonio um, and San Antonio, sorry. Um, they're winning. You know, they won the series and they don't have facilities like everybody else does. So I think that those teams really need to talk to their field owners and say, hey, you need to give us a facility because if we're doing this without one during the week that's available to us, imagine what we could be doing when there's a facility for Mm -hmm. us. You know what I mean? And I think it's crazy, you know, like the Valley's growing a lot of and breeding a lot of like just paintball turn like talent coming out of there. You got Devin, you got Emmy, you got Shantz, you know, you got Brandon Linaldi, you got Taylor Munoz, you got, um, you know, Victor Juarez, you got all these boys that were from the Valley and they're all doing great, you know? So I think that we need to be able to support our players in any way that we can. If, if you're someone that doesn't own a field, but you have a person in one of these teams, Support them, man. Honestly, it's tough to go out here and throw all this money at this sport and sometimes not even win. So sometimes they just need to know that they're doing the right thing and they're doing what they love, and we need to be able to support our players. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. Looking at the chat, let's see. D-Bank says, LAX sold 20 bags of the newest order, and we haven't even opened the field yet since it was received. Dang. I want to know if it's true what Drew says that happens at LAX like that a couple weeks ago, someone was like in a legit heated argument on which flavor was the best. <laughs> like they were like yelling at each other kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, is that really happening? He's Dang. like, yeah, dude. I'm like, what? That's crazy. It is crazy. Let's <laughs> see. Lasro Lopez is catching the late. What up JC? Not too much. Mr. Lopez. He's great, man. He's mm-hmm. funny. Definitely. Yeah, Lopez is funny. Yep. Alrighty. So that the best uh, pod runner. Yeah. So I guess I have one more question for you before we sign off. So I know that you've done a bit of uh, getting in the commentator booth uh, recently. So uh, how has that experience been? And uh, who who are the teams that are uh, catching your eye? Oh man, I can't stop talking enough about that uh, Ani team, Austin Oni Ani. Hmm. Oh, man, they've from where they were two, three events ago to where they are, like where they went this past event, where literally, I hate to say it, it was a silly mistake, but the rules are the rules, man. You don't touch the bunker, you know, you're, you're not tapped up, you know. So rules are rules, but just imagine that that little bit costed you the tournament. Imagine what you could do if you just, you know, were just practiced a little bit more or just giving them a second chance. Imagine what would have happened, you know. So that team is very scrapping. You know, out of everybody, because we do our picks for the tournaments, right? You know that I love the scrappy teams. I'm always picking scrappy teams to upset somebody at some point. So I think Oni is a really good team that I I enjoy watching play. Um, Also, Houston Zone, good team. I think they're going to be good uh, very soon. Uh, Demo, watch out for them in semi-pro. They're going to be competitive, I think. And... 
what's that one team from uh El Paso? I keep getting it wrong. The You're donut about shop, don't, the, the donut, donut shop mafia, TDSM. Yeah, yeah, TDSM, man. Those guys are funny when they're playing. I witnessed someone, I don't want to say it live on the air, but they were like, they said some pretty funny things on the field when they were playing, and that's what it's all about, you know, just having fun out there, and I can see those guys having fun. So, um, yeah, I think those are the teams that I really enjoy watching. All righty. Sweet. So, yeah, that's uh, that just about does it for our show. Uh, this final question is brought to us by Compete, which is Jell Stewart's brand. Message him on Facebook or Instagram. Mention In the Pits for 10% off of your order of soft goods. So, JC, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any last shout-outs or things you'd like to say before we sign off? Yeah, Christian, to you, man. Congratulations on your 500 uh, subscribers on your channel. It's a milestone. So... Um, I wish I had 500 followers in anything. So, <laughs> um, I'm really happy for you, man. Your podcast, what is it going on? 73, 74. You know, this this will be the 73rd episode. Mm-hmm. So, man, I mean, you've been doing it for a year straight, is it? Uh, almost a, a year, year and, and a half now. Yeah. Weeks? yeah, man, that's crazy. Like, would you have thought you got here? I mean, I I don't know, man. It's like. It, just thinking of how it started was like literally this started because I was I was pissed off after we got knocked out in quarterfinals at a USXBL at Fit, and <laughs> I was like, you know what? What if I uh, what if I started a podcast? And then like three days later, Colt came on, and uh, nice. Yeah, nice. it's just uh, I'm yeah. I'm it, I'm very very fortunate that I've been able to keep it going for seventy two seventy three weeks straight have not missed a single week even if i've gone on vacation or gone to world cup like we've just done like like for this episode we just film it ahead of time yeah that way we you know we stay consistent and yeah it's been awesome to see how many people have uh, like supported me through this and i mean like look at all of the all of the uh, uh, Patreon subscribers that we've got here at the bottom of this banner, uh, I know uh, Unos has been on and off that as well, and it's it's and like several other individuals and uh, like orgs and companies and all that. They've all kind of shown me support, and then on top of that, just everybody listening and sharing and all that. So uh, I just have a ton of gratitude because I don't I don't do it for the like for the attention or for the number of subscribers or anything like that. I just try to do it for the community. Gotcha. Well, we need more people like this, man, honestly, because while pro paintball is huge, I mean, divisional paintball is five times as big as that, you know? And um, I think that the only way you can breed, you know, professional players is through the divisional ranks. So I think we need a little bit more insider information from, you know, the divisionals and the pros. So we can build the whole picture for the audience, you know, for sure. All right. And uh, one more, one more shout out to all the teams, dude, Titans balls out demo, um, Oni, you know, gunners, all the teams that are always buying team 13 from LAX, uh, new Orleans hurricanes, um, the beer cats, all them homies, mm-hmm. you know, everybody that buys all the time from the events and not just at the events online i know that you guys are from teams i know that i've met you before so i just want to give a big shout out to everybody that's you know on this journey with me 
Yeah, shout out to everybody. Uh, it's supporting JC through his uh, journey and his climb. I mean, it's going well so far. We can't wait to see what else uh, what else he's got in store for us. So, yeah, keep it up, JC. Thank you. All right, y'all. So that does it for our show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, be sure to go follow JC at Uno's Jerky on Instagram. Uh, what other guests would you all like to see on the show? Be sure to leave a comment down below. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. The show goes live weekly here on youtube.com slash at in the pits paintball podcast, except for next week because we're doing this one today instead. Uh, and recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify the next day. Shout out to my partner and sponsor to your subscribers on Patreon, FU Athletics, Get That Shot, Paintball, Kumite, Compete, Bem Raps, Skull Monkeys Paintball, Hydra, XCPL Events, YI Paintball, Mariachi Aguilas de Oro, and Pod Runners Union. So we will see you guys in two weeks for episode 74, which will be our post NXL World Cup episode. Uh, we're still looking to finalize a guest for that one. Uh, so stay tuned for the announcements there. Looking at the chat, let's see. Uh, Victor Abarca says, Texas Demolitions flavors the best. Uh, he's challenging Hector to one v one for the jerky title. Uh, Ooh, you know, I I would Could we do something like that. I would love to see that, you know, or maybe hey, maybe both of y'all come to the in the pitch joust and we'll get us settled there. Well, I was gonna say we should make another joust and it'll be for like the Uno's jerky thing, like the oh. bragging rights. Yeah, I want to see so. We'll see how the joust ends up going. You know, I've got some ideas for other one v one things. Uh, you know, just nice. stay tuned. Uh, if we if we get good turnout for the joust, then uh, more things to come. I'll just leave it at that for now. I'll play the joust as long as I have invincibility and everybody else doesn't. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that one, JC. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we will see you in two weeks. Uh, if you are attending the NXL World Cup, come say hi to us. Uh, JC is obviously going to be in the Uno's Jerky booth. I will be in the Project booth, which is going to be in the Hormesis Oasis. Uh, so yeah, we'll see you there. Uh, JC, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And um, have a good night, man. Be safe. <laughs>